Welcome well, to this is George G and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dr. Jawad Arshad. Jawad, are you ready to do this? I am ready, George. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Jawad is an MD. He's the co-founder and CEO of Wow Health Solutions. They're an organization changing how healthcare is delivered by humanizing it for everyday life. Doctor, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely, George. So I'm an ER physician by training. Um, you know, I uh, after residency, I got involved not only in clinical, but administrative medicine, started working for a large health system in Southeast Michigan. And uh, after about, gosh, about 12, 15 years or so, kind of lose track <laughs> of time, you know, um, I realized that we were sort of stuck in this rut. Uh, and not really being able to address this delivery of care problem that we have. Um, so I left corporate and started a clinic. This was, after all these years, my first time that I became a small employer. So I was buying healthcare benefits for our employees. And I was a provider who was interfacing with our payer system, our insurance system for the first time as well, right? And when you're employed, you know, your employer sort of takes care of all of those things. And neither one of these is an enviable position to be in. <laughs> so uh, after a few years, I sold the practice, really got focused on how do we better uh, connect the patient, the consumer uh, to the provider. Right. Uh, how can we bring some transparency? How can we uh, unburden the physician from all of the clerical work on one side and then provide that uh, consumer experience that we really expect um, in every other aspect of our life except for healthcare? Right. Um, so, how do I know when I go see a doctor, go get a medication, go get a lab test? Right. How much is that going to cost me? Right. And if I know how much it's going to cost me, then, of course, it helps me make a more informed decision of where to get that uh, episode of care. Right. So that's what we do at Wow Health, which is the company that we started um, with really the goal to connect the patient, the consumer directly to the provider of service. Whatever that service may be, it may be an office visit, it may be an imaging test, it may be a medication or a lab, it may be going seeing a dentist, right? It may be talking to someone um, via video or audio for a telecounseling session for depression, anxiety, stress-related issues and what have you, right? Uh, so the goal is that really regardless of the phase of care that our members are in, they should be able to find those resources and be able to connect with that provider. And how is it going so far? You know, it's it's going amazingly well. Uh, we uh, It's taken us a bit of time, uh, not being from the benefit space, so to speak, which is our main focus, right? Being Because uh, when we looked at statistics, right, we see that about a little more than half of Americans get their healthcare benefits through their employers, right? So it became only natural that, you know, we look at that as the market um, that then needs our services um, that then we can reach out to. And of course, employers end up getting their benefits through advisors and brokers, right? So that ended up being another channel for us. So can we 
provide an alternative solution? Can we provide a better way for our uh, employers to have access to these services? <clears throat> I think the, the most important thing for us to recognize is that, you know, what we call everyday care or outpatient care, anything outside the four walls of a hospital is actually fairly affordable if you knew how much it would cost and where you could go to get it. You know, 93% of the medications prescribed in the U.S., if you pay them directly, you know, are going to be less than five bucks a month, right? Um, an average office visit, depending on the region you live in, will be anywhere between, you know, 80 to $150, right? Um, so these things, I don't necessarily need to have paid a hefty premium for an insurance plan to be able to get those services. You know, then statistically, again, right, I mean, you know, 92 to 95% of the events in healthcare for a under 65 population occurs in this outpatient setting, right? So we said, hey, you know, if we can convince the provider community that this is really the right way for you to interface with your customer, right, with your patient, um, and unburden them from having to submit claims and paperwork, you know, then we can really start to have a more robust and honest conversation about what is that right price point for that service. Right. Um, so that's sort of, I think, so philosophically, some of this is kind of moving the delivery of care back to the consumer and the provider, and then creating that space uh, so that we can have a better understanding of what that price point and what that relationship needs to look like. That makes a ton of sense. So why... I guess it doesn't really matter why it is that the insurance company is standing in between the patient and the provider and has been for a really long time, I guess, because there's money in it and they, they figured out how to deliver this, 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 this mousetrap. Um, and so now the opportunity and challenge is breaking the providers away because they're used to getting paid and they probably structured their businesses with employees and administrative within their own practices. And then we as we as consumers, because half of us are getting this through our employer who offers us health insurance, it's breaking that habit as well. Yeah. And uh, so, as you know, with change, right, the, the biggest problem is breaking the habit. You, even though there is all the logical uh, reason to do it, right? Uh, but it just, I don't know, you know, uh, it's, it's sort of the, the gut feeling that a lot of people have, um, right? I think uh, though we are sort of ripe for this kind of disruption in a way because, um, you know, seven years ago, if I told you that you could summon a stranger in their own car, to come and pick you up and take you from point A to point B, it would sound nuts, right? Um, and yet exactly, that's exactly what so many millions of us are doing, not only in the US, but globally. Or, I mean, I think even more than that is that you would leave your home open to a stranger, 
right? And let them stay in it for two, five days a week, right? And then expect that they're just going to leave and you'll be able to come back to your home and everything would still be there, right? So I think uh, I think that this connecting the consumer to the provider of service, whatever that is, it may be a room, a home, a car service, right? Or in our case, healthcare, right? I think that that mindset has started to uh, change our uh, understanding of what, well, yeah, maybe healthcare should be the same way, right? I should know what's going to cost me, what other providers are charging, so I can really decide who is the best option for me at this moment. That makes um, so I think sense. so. We have we have a bit of uh, you know that that market forces in our favor. Um, you know, I'd leave alone why the insurance companies do what they do because I think, in my opinion, they do exactly what the market allows them to do. And I think that's really uh, the bottom line for any business, right? To expect uh, altruistic, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, moves by a business, uh, not uh, which negatively affects their bottom line. is just, that's just visual thinking. <laughs> we get what we tolerate. Right. <laughs> get what we tolerate at every level of life. All right. So you you mentioned uh, prescription drugs and and an office visit. I, I imagine those are probably the most common ways that we interact outside of the four walls of a hospital. So yep. the idea is, I need a prescription drug. Just kind of walk me through that process. I am I I am the patient. I I need a prescription. Yeah. So it's it's really simple, right? So what we've done is we've basically created a couple of uh, membership packages, right? So think of us as almost sort of a discount network, discount community that you buy a membership into, right? Um, so for employers, they can start as low as $5 a month and bring access to our providers for in-office, in-person visits, for labs, imaging services, procedures, and so on. And then you can kind of build on top of that. So for example, our most popular package, which is 20 bucks a month, right, is going to give you access to that prescription. So for example, when I'm sitting with my doctor and they say, hey, you know, George, I'm going to start you on this blood pressure medication. Maybe you need an antibiotic, right? Again, remember, 93% of the prescribed medications would be less than $5. Um, I can go on our app, put in the name of the medication. It's going to tell you exactly how much it's going to cost. And if it's something that's cost prohibitive, hey, bring it up with your physician. I can tell you as a physician that, you know, we all have sort of our personal prescribing patterns, you know, I mean, I always end up prescribing Robaxin as a muscle relaxant. That doesn't mean there aren't others, uh, right? And if you tell me that, hey, you know, this thing is really expensive, can you think of something else? And so now I need to either tell you why something else is better um, or find one that is within a price range that you're going to be able to um, afford, right? And it actually really helps with compliance, right? So our members can go on the app, they can put in the name of the medication, they'll find out how much it's going to cost. They even know what local pharmacies they can go to. So we have some large retailers as well, like Walmart and Sam's Club and Costco and CVS. So we know that there is a pharmacy near you including a lot of independents, right? So you can kind of decide which pharmacy to get the prescription sent to. You show up at the pharmacy, you have your membership card in your app, you show the pharmacist a membership card. They're gonna punch in the numbers, 
you're going to pay whatever it is, two, three, four dollars for that prescription to the pharmacist. And that's the end of that financial transaction. Right. So you're not getting a bill. You're not getting anything sent to your home. You know what you're going to pay at the time of service. Um, so that's how sort of and almost all of our services work in that same manner. Right. So if I need to make an appointment with a doctor, I'll go search for whatever specialty maybe I'm looking for in my geography. I'll find out, hey, you know, I've got a, maybe a cardiologist or a dermatologist or a primary care physician who's X number of miles away. We have over 350,000 medical providers. So we're confident that we'll be able to find one near you, um, right? And uh, then you call, make the appointment. You'd let them know when you're making the appointment that you are about value point member. And all of these things are sort of written out for our members when they are making these calls. So there are all these tooltips, so to speak, within the app and the software. And then you will let them know that you're going to be a direct pay patient and they'll t and ask them what that visit is gonna cost, right? Um, and you'll find out maybe, you know, it's $120. Now, if that's acceptable to you, right, then you can go ahead and finalize the appointment. And when you show up at the appointment, you're, you're expected to pay the full $120. And I think this is really important for us to recognize because if you had insurance, and if you think back, if you have used your insurance recently or whatever in the last six, 12 months, right, you add up your copay, which you pay at the time of visit, and then your deductible and your co-insurances, which is something usually you'll get in the mail four to six weeks later, you add up all of those numbers and you'll realize that you'll usually, if not paying the same, you're actually paying a bit more than when you are in this direct pay arrangement. So then what's the point of, having sort of this murkiness, right, about, oh, I don't really know what this visit is going to cost, <laughs> you know, well, I'm going to pay $20 right now, and then I'll get a bill in the mail, right, and you can't undo it, it's not like you can say, hey, you know, I can't pay this thing, and, you know, and <laughs> um, I akin this to, like, going to a restaurant and eating a steak, and then getting a bill four weeks later, finding out you ate a $500 steak, and you can't undo it, you know, you got to pay the restaurant now, <laughs> you're on the hook. So, um, so I think it's just bringing that visibility um, and then letting you decide as a consumer, is this something that you're willing to move forward at really a price point that is less than a coffee a week, right? And great job bringing up that coffee right at that moment. <laughs> That's perfect timing for sure. Yeah. I think that this, this, this makes a ton of sense. And as a culture, as a people, we are, you know, questioning and, and looking for decentralization and transparency more than everything else in so many different aspects of life. So I think that this makes a ton of sense. How is it received from from a benefit broker standpoint and then the actual companies themselves who are who are the employers? Yeah, I mean, I think that the benefit brokers are we have a lot of partners, a lot of advisors who use us and I mean, and they they love it, right? Because it gives them an opportunity to bring something to their client that they can't right now, right? There are, there are, I mean, if you think about it, so many people have insurance, but they're what's called functionally uninsured because yeah, you, you got the premium down, right? Maybe you've, paid some of it, the employer paid some of it, but now you have a deductible of $7,000. Right? 
So for the first $7,000 worth of care, it's all coming out of your pocket, right? And, uh, you know, when we think about healthcare kind of bankrupting, or as Warren Buffett calls it, right, healthcare is a tapeworm on the American economic system, right? Um, you know, this is all true, right? Because so much of the money gets siphoned off in the trying to get these healthcare benefits before you've actually gotten any healthcare at all, right? Um, so I think, uh, so that's, so it just gives our advisors a product, a service that they can really bring. We have a lot of hospitality companies, a lot of people, for example, who get left out right now. They're part-timers, they're seasonal workers, even people who do get offered their healthcare benefit, you know, statistically only about half, a little, little less than half, uh, actually take the benefit. What about the other half then, right? What are they doing? Well, people are deciding that, hey, you know, the monthly premium is, is a bridge too far and we're just not going to be able to afford it because I've got to put food on the table, right? Um, so this gives an opportunity instead of, something costing $450 a month in premiums, right? I can start at $20 a month, for example, even if I add an alternative product like a health share, right, which is a limited way to get protection against large medical needs uh, like hospitalizations, ER visits, and so on, you know, maybe I'm still at about 250, right? Um, so I think so. there are different ways how our employers use our services. Either it's to fill that gap for the part-time, for the seasonal workers, or it's to bring some benefits to those who are declining um, the traditional offering that they may be getting. And then for the advisors, it really allows them to be able to generate a small bit of revenue from really a potential client that they were getting nothing out of, right? So um, so I think it's, it's a great sort of a... a virtuous cycle in a way, right? It helps the employees, it helps the employers, and then, of course, it does help the clients as well. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I love it. Good work. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, doctor, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they connect and figure out if Wow Health Solutions is a good fit for their organization? Yeah, we encourage everyone to come to our website. It's really simple. It's mywowhealth.com, M-Y-W-O-W-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Um, you know, look around. There's an employer page. If you're an employer, there's an advocate page for our advisors. Um, of course, individuals, you don't have to be tied to an employer. You can be perhaps a gig worker or an independent contractor or just someone who decides, you know, I'm just interested in looking at this and getting it for myself, right? You can come to the website and sign up for our plans and packages. Once again, as I said, at really inexpensive price points, learn more, right? Um, we will be able to show you the pricing for a lot of our uh, services, even if you are not a member, right? So, doesn't hurt to kind of get to know and get to learn um, and then really make your decision what works best. Love it. Hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Show Jawad your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to mywowhealth.com, M-Y-W-O-W-H-E-L. 
H-E-A-L-T-H.com and check out the great resources for individuals, employers, benefit advisors. Um, just figure out if it's a good fit. Thanks again, doctor. Thank you so much, George. Really appreciate the time. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best. <laughs>